Hear ye, hear ye. No David Kitchen is sure to sting on a week where the Texans face the king. But the show must go on without soccer, Dave. Davis, please try not to misbehave. The Week 8 Swolecast starts now. Please don't dupe me, bro. I'm begging you, don't dupe me, bro. It's the poop narrative. Kitchen's been waiting to say those words. No. For five years. Davis, are you hosting? We didn't figure this out. I think that uh, I think that we can probably do that. Everyone, we are of course missing Soccer Dave today. He is uh, he's busy with the real life, so we are uh, we're we're gonna miss him. Derek Henry projecting as just the absolute stones this week, so he will uh, he will be with us in spirit. Maybe we'll toss you know a Nick Westbrook Akine in our DraftKings lineup, <laughs> but uh, it is it is a little bit of an odd slate. No Kansas City Chiefs on the main slate. No Buffalo Bills on the main slate. So that means out of the three good teams in the NFL, exactly one of them is on the main slate, and they are, I think, eleven point favorites. I haven't. I, I've not looked up the spread. Are you doing the overzones overview right now? No, I've not, not tossed it to you yet. We're just getting. We're just getting people right. comfortable. You're doing too much work as the host. Yeah, normally Kitchen just, just is vomiting a world queen. salad yeah. by right now. <laughs> well, it is. Uh, I mean, and and uh, I, I suppose we also don't really know what's going on with some of the huge value spots. Ezekiel Elliott popped oh, up yeah. on the injury report. No practice for him today. Uh, obviously, you know, there is no beat writer for the Arizona Cardinals. So we'll figure out on Sunday morning if uh, Daryl Williams and James Conner are playing. But Pete, I think it's time for Overzet's overview. Well, real quick, we do just got to check in with Tuttle here. People are wondering, are, are you broadcasting live from the zoo? The Brooklyn Zoo, are you traveling? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on, honestly. I, I kind of had this idea that I, I kind of pigeonholed myself into doing a new background each week. Yeah. And I never remember until like literally two minutes before. And so then I just type backgrounds <laughs> and uh, here we are Brookfield zoo. Um, I thought, I thought this would be yeah. a, a request from one of your 19 children that they wanted to see daddy with behind the zoo background. No, I should. Yeah. I should ask them for ideas. That's a good idea. Cause I, uh, I'm, I'm completely out of them. Uh, I misspoke as Clay said, I didn't know we had a zoo in Brooklyn. It's Brookfield. I just assumed it was Brooklyn. What's where's the Brookfield zoo. Couldn't tell, you. Yes. Um, couldn't tell you. There's a Brookfield in Wisconsin, but they don't have Laden, a zoo. Laden, Laden, thinks, Laden thinks, where does Pete think the Brookfield Zoo is? Yeah, All right, I'll write my answer down. Okay, I'm going to guess that Pete, because this is the vibe I got from it immediately, I'm going to guess that Peter thinks the Brookfield Zoo is in Ohio. Dan, where do you think that Pete thinks? Well, it does say actually on the graphic where it is, uh, if you look closely enough. So I did look didn't closely look at enough. that. Um, he thinks Brookfield is in West Virginia. 
You guys were both close in that I was going. It feels very bumfucky. Uh, I went with North Dakota. I went with North okay. Dakota. Wow, that is as bumfucky as it gets. Uh, it is in it is in Chicago though. As a, oh, as a quick okay. a quick a quick Google just got me there. Not a very not a very Chicago y name in my opinion. You take uh, you take trips to Chicago, right? Since you're uh, you're down in St. Louis, that's where you're yeah. I've never I've never been to this one. I've been to the Lincoln Park one because it's uh it's it's like right there but i i don't have even you, know where this is in the city have you done the shed shed aquarium oh yeah the shed's the best i need to take my kids there yeah they got they got rescue dogs in the dolphin show it's uh it's great although Not the animals much. are probably pretty sad all right over zets <laughs> overview let's see it peter all right here we go um Yes, as we mentioned at the top, Kitchen missing Derrick Henry versus the Texans week and a four QB, uh, a four K QB in cash <laughs> week. It truly is a stunner. I have to imagine Dairy Queen is doing some kind of sale on sheet cakes that are two weeks past expiration. We will get to the bottom of it. I'm sure we're all going to have to dig deep today, guys, and make sure we have a good show without him. I am uh, saddened to tell people that the Swolecast took a bagel from Romeo Dobbs in our Cooper Tires free football throwdown contest in week seven, leading to another non-cash. We greatly miss you, Frito-Lays. I mean, I Levitan, say, Levitan took the Dobbs zero in cash, and it didn't seem to impact him very much. I mean, the Levitan cash stuff is ridiculous. Be like, I played the worst of my life, and then you'll be like, scroll down, and it'll say 60. And I, and I booked, a, and I booked yeah. a good win. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Um, I took an L myself last week. I had to send Davis $50 for saying Noah Fant would outscore Cade Otten. I take zero responsibility and fully blame Derek Cardi. But this, as always, is a not only a forward-looking show, but it's the only first-look show in the industry that also fully guarantees its Gold Star Locks of the Week for both cash and GPPs. Dare I say week eight, guys, is an interesting slate. We got three games hovering around a 50-point total with the Dolphins-Lions, the Cardinals-Vikings, and the Raiders-Saints. We also get the Eagles back on the main slate as 10.5-point home favorites in the Pennsylvania Wawa Bowl. Sam Ellinger is going to be the water cooler topic of the week. 4K sure opens up a lot. Two is also going to be popular as well at running back. Yes, hear ye, hear ye. At least we have Henry going in the late game. So we have four hours of bliss before he shoves it down all of our throats after we have to late swap off of him. Kenneth Walker and Ramondre Stevenson are both too cheap and will be popular plays. At wide receiver, the aren't you worried flow chart bros are terrified of this Cardinals matchup for Justin Jefferson, let me tell you. Tyreek Hill is your obvious smash of the week, and everyone believes in DJ Moore now, and there's absolutely zero way he lets us down. The tight end <laughs> position is so bad this week that Tyler Higby is projecting his chalk at 4,200. We are only one week away from getting sub-4K Kyle Pitts, and I'm ready to play Noah Fant at 2,800. Thank you for attending my TED Talk. Enough. No more. We have stricken Tyler Higby from the record. Like literally don't like if he should like, just do not be playing this guy in cash enough, enough already. Van Jefferson is coming back this week. I just, I'm not, I like, I'm already, I'm already forecasting this conversation with Andrew Wiggins on Sunday where he's like, bro, Higby's in the show. You just got to play him. And I'm like, bro, I'm not paying over 4k for Tyler Higby. Uh, all right. So let's just go ahead and, and start a quarterback. I got to say, if you're not familiar with Sam Ellinger's work, he does actually fit the exact model of what you would want from a 4K quarterback in cash. He is absolutely not going to hesitate to tuck that ball 
and run. Um, I, I've watched a ton of him in college at Texas. He is the so he's he's a, not a runner in the way that like Lamar Jackson and Malik Willis and these and Kyler Murray are runners where he's like making guys miss and he's moving his feet real fast. He's more of like a I mean, obviously not as good, but more of like a Cam Newton style, like quarterback power rusher. But the dude had 33 rushing touchdowns in college in like three and a half seasons at Texas. Uh, Tuttle, he, I, I, if optimals are just shoving Ellinger instead of instead of Jalen Hurts, who is forty three hundred dollars more expensive than him on DraftKings, I really don't think I'm going to fight it that much. It, it, he is a legit play. Yeah, this isn't like the the Met and Cash that we used to have with with no. David. Um, there are more paths, multiple paths to Ellinger getting there. We, he was awesome. You mentioned it, college football DFS. He was so he really was. Roster. Um, not expecting that they might be a little bit more conservative. Indianapolis has actually been throwing the ball a ton, which probably going to scale back on that. They'll probably run JT more. Uh, I've got, I've got them projected for the highest rush, the the highest non bears rush rate of the main slate. Yeah. See that. So, but that's kind of the thing, right? Even if you try to dampen it or damper him in general, he's still going to pop because he's only 4k. Well, I'd, I'd look at it like this way. Would you play Justin Fields in cash if he was 4K? And I, I think you probably would. Like, Fields Fields sure. is going to be a better passer, but I bet Ellinger... I, I, I would... Like, if his if I go to look at props on Sunday morning after they've already been bet into oblivion and Ellinger's, like, plus 180 for a rushing touchdown, like, I'll probably just bet that. Like, I, I just really... And it... it it does feel like he had to have looked okay in practice, or I don't think they'd be doing this, right? Like if he if he's just been whelping around. Well, his in practice, preseason was awesome, right? Yes, yeah, he was. He's he was at last preseason. He was good too. Yeah, so he, he's looked good. I will say, if he's going to be chalk, that's got to be like the easiest GP. The, one of the easiest right fades there. of all time. I bet. I bet he ends up. What do you think, Pete? Nine percent in the spy. Well, here's the thing, right? Because one thing that normally happens in these tournaments even when you do have one of these cheap rushing quarterbacks is people still like to do a skinny stack for tournaments do you think people will naked stack ellinger because there's no one you feel good about pairing him with yeah it'll just be naked for sure just naked, which yeah. which i actually think in a weird way like um like if like if we reverse this and ellinger was getting his first start like the week that buffalo and kansas city played each other like you you put ellinger in there and then you go digs juju davis kelsey or whatever and then and then you so but like what what game gives you gives you that feeling this week maybe miami detroit but it's not like golf is that much more expensive yeah i mean it it, it will help you jam in we, we mentioned henry multiple times um the the vikings game looks pretty appealing so it will allow you to, sure. to do like a justin jefferson deandre hopkins stack if you really want to go that way um, there, there are enough guys that are pretty high priced that you can jam in if you play them. Yeah. Which I guess would just be like a pick the best plays week, which I guess is all you need to do anyways. You just got to pick, you just got to pick Josh Jacobs and Jamar Chase and print. Yeah. I mean, if it, I'm sorting by, I have blitz and RG projections currently aggregated and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys, nine. If you throw Kamara in there that are, projected for over 20 for, for 20 points, which yeah. is quite a bit yeah so yeah, yeah. It, it's a jam in week for sure 
So after Ellinger, uh, I know Davis, you mentioned Hertz, but I would say of the other players that are going to pop up in a ton of optimals, Tua at 6,200 against this matchup with the Dolphins, he's going to be very, very popular. Yeah, I mean, and it'll also kind of depend on if we get a value running back, like if Pollard pops up or whatever. But it's pretty, like I, I was messing around with it last night. It's not that hard to do Tua double Hawkinson bring back, uh, obviously depending on the status of uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, but like Tom Kennedy or Khalif Raymond bring back. Like it's pretty easy to make that work. I mean, you could even make it work with Amon Ross St. Brown if you played like a, a min price tight end or whatever. I, I think just based off of like Tua has not really run a ton this year. And if that game gets there, it's happening via passing attempts. I would probably just rather play Goff at, at a severe ownership discount. I was going to say, everyone's so out on the Lions when I don't feel like anything changed. They just had two really tough spots on the road at New England and on the road in Dallas. Like, yeah. I, I mean, Jared Goff was always going to be a front runner in these soft matchups in cave in tough matchups. And now they have a pretty juicy spot here versus the Dolphins. They're also going to get DeAndre Swift back. He was back at practice today. Got to imagine he plays. I do kind of like the idea of you play, you know, maybe mo- you could, you could, onslaught this game right like you could do a jared goff double stack with both Mostert in a miami wide Mostert's underpriced i think that's probably how i would play that game is i i think we could even see the what was it the the week four millie winner where it was five players from the same game i i could see playing it that way i mean i just i think the issue is peter specifically for the contest that you and i play in where ownership really gets out of control on some of these chalky guys is like you could see I don't know, 8% of teams having Tua plus one of his wide receivers, maybe even more, which is yeah. like, then then you're competing against like a hundred, like literally a hundred teams in the contest who have like three or four overlapping players with you. Like that's, that doesn't, doesn't feel great. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it, it'll be a more um, extreme example of the Dallas Lions game last week where you're always saying, do I just need to cross out this game or can I like dance around the chalk in it? I, and I played with fire last week. Like I had some Josh Reynolds, some Michael Gallup. I was like, Oh, yeah. some Tony Pollard. I'll dance around it. And then the full, whole game craters. And you're like, what the fuck was I doing? I actually, uh, I, I actually think after going through some of that stuff, the I kind of came away with the Dallas thing feeling the other way of just being like, if I really want to play CeeDee Lamb, I got to just play him with Dak. Actually go like deep, like yeah. get deeper into, into, those, um, into those combos. Obviously, it's different with running backs. I, uh, I, I, I do think that um, Dak against the Bears is pretty interesting because the Bears just actually showed that they could score some points. I, I probably wouldn't bring it back with anyone on the Bears. I would probably just do Dak double stacks and just hope for, you know, equanimity. Maybe maybe naked fields with Dak and Gallup or something like that, or Dak and Pollard. That that's or um, with Lamb and Pollard rather. Tuttle, what do you think of this? The other game, I know people are going to like, at least from the total standpoint, is Minnesota-Arizona. You think anything with Cousins, Kyler could be interesting? Yeah, I think both are fine. Um, I think Kyler's kind of interesting if you want to make some plays on their new wide receiver rotation. Um, Maybe you think, you know, Robbie Anderson will get more snaps. He's really cheap. Um, Obviously can still do some stuff with DeAndre Hopkins if you want. I think um, 
I like I like Cousins as well. Um, stack him with with Jefferson. I did see one comment I want to bring up in chat real quick. This right here. He's being talked up because he's 4K. I mean that that's basic. Ellen, going back to the Ellen, Ellinger thing, like we're not we're not if expecting. You, a if you of, locked in nine rushing attempts, right out of your 4K, quarterback. Yeah, you, you're you you're do, probably yeah. you're probably just smashing that button. We're, we're, I just want to set expectations straight here. We're not we're not saying he's like. Yeah, some, he's got single digits in his range of outcomes. He, he's sure. the quarterback equivalent of playing Kate Otten or Foster Moreau, right? Like yeah. totally. You know the floor is there, but the ceiling is virtually non-existent, and you're just praying. They fall in the end zone. It, at which point they're 100%. like a smash. Like if Ellinger rushes for a TD, he's fucking smashing his 4K tag. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about that. I, I had a uh, question. I had a question. We talked about that Miami uh, Detroit game. I forget who the equivalent was last year. There was some guy um, who was injured. I forget, there was a receiver who just had like in previous years the field wasn't sharp enough to be on him. Is that Amon Ross St. Brown this week? Is like the field is too sharp now where St. Brown's just going to still be. No, I, I think that I actually think this is an example of one of the few ways that the field, that, that the game is still a little bit beatable because any really good model is accounting like four straight weeks of poor production from him and his price hasn't moved a ton. But if you go look at all the individual reasons for poor production, none of it really falls on his like lack of ability to generate points. So I, I actually do think that, and, and he's priced so close to Waddle that, that I think a lot of people just go with Waddle instead in that game. The thing is, is that people are going to love that game. They're going to double stack or play Tua, And then he's still the most sexy bring back on yeah, the lines. lines. Like no one likes Hawk. People are afraid of Deandre Swift and his injury stuff. I mean, Josh Reynolds bageled last week. Like, uh, there's st- he's still going to be the de facto bring he's, back. He's like 12% PON right now, which feels pretty good. That feels exploitable to me. That one though feels like it comes in at 12% in large field and it's like 19% in the spy. So Jonathan Chang is asking is Heineke or PJ Walker better than Ellinger? Well, one PJ Walker is not really a runner. Uh, that's, that's maybe something that got thrown out about him, but he like, even at temple, he was like a he was like a mobile quarterback, but just to compare rushing stats in college, he ran for 771 yards total over four seasons and nine rushing touchdowns. That that's like that's like a good five game stretch for Texas Sam Ellinger. And then, but also Walker was five thousand, Heineke was fifty one hundred. It, it's like a whole standard deviation away in salary. And just to give you an idea, like this week, PJ Walker, an even a better matchup this week against Atlanta, 5,200. Oh Cardi hasn't projected for 14.7 points. He has Ellinger at 18.13. So 1,200 yeah. price gap and even more points. Like it's it's a completely different conversation. How yeah. over, over under the amount of plays run in the Atlanta Carolina game? 87 <laughs> total. <laughs> It's going to be so bad. It's going to be like, I, I would not play DJ Moore this week at all. I, I spent my morning round robining uh, uh, DJ Moore and PJ Walker overs on underdog. So uh, that's that's how it went for me. Um, they had him set really low, but it's going to be a painful, painful sweat. Uh, any any other quarterbacks we should mention here? We haven't mentioned Geno or Daniel Jones in that game, both coming off another uh, big games in the 57, 5800 range. Well, I th- I, honestly, I think the 
I don't have an opinion on the the the. I want Davis's take on uh on Hertz because he's the, he's the biggest Hertz stand here. Is this feels, like the five? We get five percent Hertz on this slate. Feels like feels like Hertz is the Mahomes play from last week, where Mahomes was the second highest projected quarterback, but was for uh, what was he four percent owned in the spy or whatever. Uh, and and it's not actually because people don't know what to do with Hertz. It's because they're worried about. Uh, I mean, there's the narrative out there that the Eagles really do calm things down in the second half, which is true. But, hey, I watched Kenny Pickett play a game at a rest stop, and he was really <laughs> spinning the ball around. I, I actually do. I actually am kind of buying on, on Pickett, and I do wonder if if they just for one amazing week at some point this season, they figure out, like, they have all those great wide receivers, Fryermuth. Like, I wonder if one week Pickett just, like, totally goes nuts. So I do love the – um Jalen plus Devonte or AJ Brown. I actually think I like Devonta better here. Uh, they, they've got some offensive line injuries, so they were throwing the ball really short uh, the last time they played in Week Six, and then just using um, Pickens or Claypool as the bringback. But it's probably enough about quarterback. Let's go ahead and build a team. Should we ceremoniously just put Derrick Henry in this team for Soccer Dave? I think we have to. Yeah, okay. I think we have to start with Ellie and. Uh... And Derrick Henry. The 4K, only way Derrick Henry, the only way it would have happened is if we did a build and all three of us got the first three picks and we just jammed the two running back in the flex as a total block before it got around him. That's the only way Derrick Henry didn't end up in this lineup. That is yeah. that is definitely correct. Uh, I do want right, to say we... there was one comment to I think well, like I said, I think we go Ellie and Derrick Henry in, in soccer Dave's on here because that's one hundred percent what he would do. There was one comment I missed it um, uh, right here. I think it's a like the the thought process is correct. The problem with Ali and GPP is that you're funneling into the same pay up guys. Yeah, I, I kind of mentioned it though. There's a lot of pay up guys you can play this week. This isn't a week where we only have you know two legit. I mean, pay up options Sa- Saquon, like Saquon, and CMC will not be giga chalk in terms of pay up guys, and then. Um, Devontae I mean, Adams, like people aren't gonna jam in Cooper on this slate. Um, totally, you have enough receiving options with Cup, Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a ton of pay up options, I think, on this slate where that's not necessarily true. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. All right, Dan, you go first. Well, okay, we're, we're, locking, we're locking Ellinger and Henry, right? Let's yeah, just in, in honor of soccer, Dave. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with uh, the sun god, okay. I do I do like it, Pete? You can go next. All right, I, I think both will be popular, but let's uh, let's go down from Tyree Kill and play Waddle. We'll, we'll play this, or what would you guys rather do? Would you rather do a Moster ASRB or a Waddle ASRB? No, I, I like I like Waddle more. All right, let's do Waddle. All right, so I guess it's on me f- to find us a value wide receiver. It's it's uh it's a little thin. We got Wandale at 4,700. Um, I'm I'm going to go way off the beaten path, and I'm going to select a $4,200 Garrett Wilson against the wow. New England Patriots. I just wow. I 4,200 is really cheap. Like if if Zach Wilson became competent mi- miraculously, he would be like if if Zach Wilson was good two weeks in a row, and Elijah Moore is still not playing, Garrett Wilson would be 6K. I think. So it's you're kind of the, wild that Elijah Moore is more expensive than Garrett Wilson. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that was true for all of redraft season as well. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the Jets offense take is in general now that there's no breeze? I haven't. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Carter. I actually, if Carter ends up not being chalk this week, I, I like him. I do think you 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 can sneak Carter in for like the one game before they fully integrate James Robinson. Let's do. I, um, my hot take is James Robinson is 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 not going to be very good and not going to play that much for them. I mean, the Jags were willing to basically give him away for free, so they had to have been seeing. Ty, Ty, Ty Johnson is going to play over him, and and people are going to be mad about it. It still is a mindfuck, though, of how that, like, he performed really well those first few games of the season. Everyone thought it was, like, the story of the year. Uh, Travis Etienne was never going to happen, and they're like, yeah, we're shipping you off for peanuts. Anyways, is it back to me? Yes. All right, let's do it. If this game is allowing Garrett Wilson to score a couple touchdowns and win us a tournament, let's put Ramondre in there. Don't have to tell me twice. What a stud. What a stud Ramondre is. You know, his team is just getting blown out. Quarterbacks are switching. Mac Jones is throwing balls into the Skycam wires, and, and it just doesn't phase him. What a baller. It, it is like normally we when we do our wish casting on these players that we like, it normally doesn't happen. Like we're not allowed to have these nice things. Yes. Like Ramondre happening feels like such a treat. It really does. It it it's like it's like you know once every four years you overdraft a guy by fifty spots of ADP and still get paid. It, it's uh it's wonderful. Uh, Sosa, put in. Uh, you got to put in Ellinger here. At QB, we have uh with tight end flex yeah, and we, DST. We need to figure out the defense here real quick so we know what what we got to spend with. Um, the commies think, against Ali are going to be popular, but we're. I I really I really like I really like the Rams. All right. What if, yeah, or you pay up for Eagles would be fun. Just, just playing, playing a defense, playing a defense against Jimmy G at this point in time. Just, I mean, it's so amazing. Like an offense with an offense with Debo, Ayuk, CMC, and Kittle, and you still feel like just when they need seven points, they can't. Do get you know? It. Do you know the only hole I can poke in this defensive play, and I think it's a real hole, is when Jimmy G throws his pick six and you lose points because of Jimmy G. Or uh, sorry, when Matthew Stafford throws his pick six. You don't lose they, points for that. They get the extra point. The extra point? Oh, that's right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> so you, know, you, don't get the, you don't get the shutout. No, yeah. let's do it. Uh, right. uh, okay, so if we want to – if uh, I have – this is Davis's terrible take. I'm stealing this from you, Tuttle. There, there is a min price tight end this week who is going to be one percent owned, who I legit think can get like 15, 16 this week. It's a Giants guy, Tanner Hudson. Team, team sex, team preseason, absolute all star. E- ETR subscribers will be all over Tanner Hudson probably, but he replaced. Uh, so if you just look at the snap counts, Chris Myarik played way more. But Hudson replaced Bellinger on all the long down distance and red zone stuff, and he's good. I, I don't know why he's never really gotten a chance, but I I'm going Hudson uh, as my men price tight end this week, so like we can it. play whoever we want in the flex now. I like how the the state of the tight end position is. As long as you're paying under three K, like you can't make fun of a play. Yeah, you just have no, to it's like, just yeah, it's completely right, acceptable. Whatever. Yeah, you could literally say any tight end under uh, that's the stone men, and I would just have to be like, sure. Yeah. Chris Manhurts? All right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This could be the, the Noah Fant week is this week. That's what they, I tell I think I, I think the issue is is I think he's gonna end up getting real steamed. You think? 
I, 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 so one, okay. Cardi's, the cat's on it. That it, it. Cardi's stuff is going to be all over him, which feeds into a lot of people who play. I mean, Cardi's stuff was on him last week and then their, their team total is actually still fine. Um, and you're, you know, you're going to ask yourself the obvious question. Well, what, what happens if DK Metcalf is out? I, I, I bet Fant ends up being like the third most owned tight end in the spy. So with, 8,200, I mean, you got you got Barkley Taylor. I mean, A.J. Brown seems fun. What are we, what are we thinking for this last part? Probably just Josh Jacobs at 56% projected ownership. <laughs> and he'll get three touchdowns again. I think yeah. A.J.B. is the, uh, the best the one alpha here. alpha play, yeah. Otherwise, Can we you go, come up at defense now? Otherwise, you go Barkley sure. and come up off of Hudson. Yeah, we can go, we can go A.J. Brown, and then we can play the – Patriots defense, which correlates with our lineup, actually. Wilson throws a pick six, spends the rest of the game hawking to Garrett Wilson. Ramondre salts the lead away. All right, let's do it. That's actually nice. That's that's a that is that could win the snacks and snaps. We're we're back in the Modelo now, back to our Modelo roots here. Uh, Modelo 5K fight to the top series. There won't be any fight. This will be uh, 200 of our closest friends. Shipping this one up at the top. Please dupe me, bros. I noticed right. a lot of alcoholic free rolls. I know. It's really yeah, who are they marketing to, bro? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move to the running back position now. And this is honestly the most interesting development in fantasy football has become how unplayable the absolute studs at the position have become. Like McCaffrey for a lot of different reasons. Jonathan Taylor for a lot of different reasons. Saquon Barkley is not projecting as a super popular option because every week there are just like four 6K running backs who project for more points than them. And uh, I has there been one in... I, uh, Eno Benjamin. Eno Benjamin is the only guy who's been giga chalk and has not broken the slate. Like it's like Kenneth Walker multiple times, Josh Jacobs multiple times. Um, just feels like every guy who gets above 30% just absolutely gets there. Field's too sharp, man. They all watch the soul cast on Wednesdays and it's just, you know, <laughs> just we're our own worst in. enemy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I had the 6K uh, range is so good this week. I, I did the like bad uh, GPP thing that paid off last week is I, I had the, uh, I did the Tom Brady double. And uh, so the Mike Evans dropping the 60 yard touchdown right away just killed me. What's, what's wrong with you, dude? And so, like, I know, like, if I listen to all, all the sharps, it'd be like, you got to pivot off of Josh Jacobs and Kenneth Walker. Now you got you didn't hit the nuts in the early slate, but, but they, you they just brought, you just you just, you just stuck to it and got the yeah. min cash. I love that. I love that. <laughs> that's that's a real honoring soccer Dave move. It's just playing the best plays. Stick, yeah, just stick with the best plays and get that min cash, baby. So what we think the most likely you know, lineup construction is people basically playing one of Henry or Jacobs and then mixing and matching with Kenneth Walker, not even buddy and Ramondre, not even that much Derek Henry. I'm telling you the, 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 the slappies it's Jacobs or bust. No way, dude. The flow chart bros are going to be out in full force by the end of the week. Derek, Derek's getting the Texans. The Texans are so bad against the run does that mean does that mean that damian pierce is going to be leveraged for like the third week in a row of all those guys like if you think of sentiment rankings i mean jacobs king henry kenneth walker Ramondre, then damian pierce for just like sexiness right 
Yeah. I mean, Damian Pierce has the best role in the NFL right now, honest to God. Multiple back-to-back weeks with over 85% of the rushes. Rex Burkhead didn't get a carry against the Raiders last week until the third quarter. Uh, Dare Ogumbawale caught four passes on the final drive, which is what a, what a blast from the past. But it's like Sorry, he's got man. like a 16% target share, and he's good too. Uh, like it's it's unbelievable how good his role has been. Um, I, I I like him if he's fifteen percent again. Uh, the the guy who I am just not wavering on in terms of chalk this year, like I will just keep playing this guy is Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker feels like he is just like locked in to a seventy yard touchdown every single week. Although the the Seahawks offense could really be pretty bad without Metcalf. I fear. I, I think I think it could get pretty dire. Are they just like sun running to start the season, or is this uh, is this real? That, that, Mar- I think that's a big Mar- Marquise Goodwin just returned from the crypt to score two thirty plus right. touchdowns last week. And so. Everybody's like completely sold now. Like everybody's done a three sixty or one eighty. That Geno Smith is now like some awesome quarterback. I know. I know the metrics check out. They're just sun running. They, they have I mean, to. Be. I, They're not this good. I would say Geno was probably like the, we got two things at work here. One is Geno was always a little bit better than people like thought he was. And now he's playing above that level. So he'll probably like, I mean, just removing Metcalf from that offense and replacing him with like D Eskridge, it's going to be like, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. He's going to be back to like 6.8 YPA pretty soon. I will say. I, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, no, I was going to take us in a slightly different direction. I was just going to say it's an awesome environment for Seattle. So I don't want to get that. Like they, they passed at a pretty high rate. Their defense is so bad that their offense has to do stuff. So I'm not necessarily saying Gino can't put up big totals the rest of the year, but he's sun running a little bit. I was just going to say with the running back stuff, it is actually going to be fairly easy to know how to handle it with the late stuff because you're going to have Henry, Kenneth Walker, uh, going late. And so, and so depending on how things go, like there's going to be tons of uh, swap options. You're going to have Damian Pierce. You're going to have Barkley. You're going to have JT. As far as like cheap guys, you'd be able to do something with perhaps like Darrell Henderson, um, one of the Washington backs. Like if you had to mix and match and then get up to a JT or a CMC or something like that. So I feel like the decisions like last week will probably be made for you of whether you can ride with walker um in those guys uh so i don't i don't even think it's going to be that painful from a decision standpoint i think that seems i think that seems about right uh i uh, is i mean can we play jacobs like is is ownership going to be spread out enough that you can plan on playing him even he's starting to get higher priced at least right 7500 yeah 7500 i wish i I wish I had the the FanDuel numbers from last week because they they did price him up last week and so he wasn't pure chalk there. He's nine k on FanDuel now too, so I think we're at least have. So, like so you just got to play on FanDuel if you want if you want. I mean, it's like this is what I'm thinking though is like would I have played 2016 Le'Veon Bell at at fifty percent owned to seventy five hundred? Like probably his role is that good. It's like unbelievable. Right. Yeah, I think it's, that's what people haven't realized is the the role is so like people are like oh no they they keep taking like the the pat prior years where he would have the two touchdown games or whatever and when you're no, like oh you got to fade josh jacobs chalk in those instances it's, it's not his role is completely it's, it's nothing it's nothing like that it's legit it's it's legit like an unbelievable role um what about right. uh we we didn't mention camara is there anything there 
I mean, yeah, obviously, like he he's got he's got a Josh Jacobs esque workload in terms of like when you include the target volume, but they're just so committed to not letting him score touchdowns. It's so annoying. <laughs> Taysom, you, you laugh, you laugh, but you know that the it's because they got to get Taysom the ball, and that's why you're okay. Well, you it know, is, uh, you, you got to rob Peter to pay Paul. That's what I've always said. <laughs> what's, um, the, right. what's the CMC take this week? I think he's a jam. He looked un real when they were giving him the ball i mean it's like it's like it, it you for him it has to feel like getting out of prison you know you're and you're, you're breathing in fresh clean air the sky is blue like just i feel like he was going for 15 yards every time he got the ball this is where uh now that kitchen's in the chat we could say derrick henry flops and all of us gpp bros who play christian mccaffrey late instead just uh get to victory lap it and it's it's also not even a spot where you would think that the four like the the honestly I think McCaffrey could have even gotten there last week on like thirty percent of the snaps had that game been even close but Kansas but the Rams are not going to run away from anyone the Rams stink so yeah. and it, what he's got he would have had eight eight days with his Stanford education to to, to figure <laughs> out this book <laughs> yeah what was this this oh he uh, was on the, the plane Schefter, studying the, the Schefter tweet yeah. oh so bad uh okay wide receiver a lot of guys who we we love to play um Justin Jefferson aren't you worried who's the who's the cornerback Peter on on Arizona who limits guys Dude, I, I, I've heard it's a scheme thing. Uh, they, they just uh, they just double team all the wide receivers and then let the tight ends run uncovered down the middle of the field. That's what I've been told. Okay, Cooper no, it's Cup. Totally, uh, totally Buda Baker in the in the safety there. That's uh, that's going to limit him. Buda Baker. All right, Tuttle drop. They they used to have a. They used. To, uh, I really. This is a Patrick to... Patterson re- or Peterson revenge week. Well, I right? mean, he's still. Gonna... I, I think he still he's plays on the Vikings. Yeah, I really need. P- I really need PFF to let me log into the wide receiver cornerback <laughs> matchup chart. Do they still have that? My I brave browser. I haven't uh, brought that up in a while. Well, I Peter, I think what's interesting is that I think the market is very clearly going to glom onto Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and CD Lamb. So I think if I, I think that Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, uh, Hopkins. Alave, like I, there, there are some guys who are projecting for like a lot of PPR points who are gonna not be in like the 15 most popular players of the slate. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get the vibe. I think I think Tyreek Hill is gonna be extremely popular, and I think a lot of the other top end guys will be held fairly in check. Yes, yeah, I think that I think that's accurate. Although the a, a constraining factor is that as of right now, there there is not. We don't we don't have a, a great value play yet. I would say if if St. Brown for whatever reason, I do not understand the NFL concussion protocols because they came out on Monday and said St. Brown didn't even have a concussion. But if for whatever reason, if he does not play, the last time St. Brown didn't play, they split the stuff up between Tom Kennedy and Khalif Raymond. But in that Cowboys game, Khalif Raymond just played Amon Ross St. Brown's position. I, I would play him. Yeah, I think Amon Ra is going to be fine. But yeah, I mean, there's like, there's nothing under 4K, um, even more discussing right now. Mar- Marquez Callaway, uh, Chris Hogan routes. What's, what's uh, Van Jefferson's role? 
when he comes he back. He is dead, man. Yeah. Okay. That's All right. Maybe so that's he, interesting. What's interesting would be is if, if he's still on a pitch count or whatever, you're not really interested. But that offense is like begging for a field stretcher. So I think he is pretty. I think he is pretty. Interesting. I can't believe you didn't get like some Taekwon Thornton. I think he. I think. I think he got priced up a little bit. No, three point eight boots on the ground. Oh, uh, boots on the ground. Good play. How about how about these two guys in the mid range that project well? And it's like if you told me I could play a DJ Moore, or Drake London at low ownership, I'd be like, let's do it. But I'm not playing those guys as chalk. I wouldn't even. I like you. Just I wouldn't play drake london with someone else's money no no chance dude. <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty tough to like last week was their one chance to to fulfill our thesis that kyle pitts and drake london would at least be okay in games where they were getting shit housed, and they combined for six targets they're so good too is it's so annoying that's that is the most annoying thing about kyle pitts like i could get it if kyle pitts was eric ebron and you just watched him play and it was clear that he was never worth what the team spent on him. But every time you watch Pitts run a route or, or get targeted, you're like, dude, if this guy was on a team, if this guy was on the Cowboys or if this guy was on, I don't know, even the Buccaneers or whatever, you know, he would be, he would be just like destroying the NFL. You hate to yeah. see it. You got, you got wide receiver takes, Tuttle? Any other ones? No, I do like I, I do like Amon Ra, which I've talked about numerous times already. Um, Hopkins is interesting as, as part of that game stack. I think uh, my terrible take is that Robbie Anderson's expanded role is enough for he's him a to great relevant. Play. Yeah, he's four K, so that's my terrible take of the week. Obviously, there's a lot of guesswork involved, but with that being a Thursday game last week, you would what think if, he has what enough. What if he what if he just plays Hollywood's role? And and Hopkins plays like obviously a much more advanced yep. version of the AJ Green role. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's a w- I think the range of outcomes is pretty wide on him for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if he's still limited on a snap count or whatever. But I I also think the ceiling is great. I mean, for 4K. how complex can Cliff's offense be to learn? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, based on last week, DeAndre was playing two roles. I mean, fifty percent target share is just yeah, absolutely yeah, insane. insane. Yeah. It also again the fucking Cliff fake sharp stuff bumping Rondell Moore to play out wide because uh, you weren't absolutely ready. incredible, incredible <laughs> stuff from the guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kitchen wanted us to tout Brandon Cooks in the chat as well. He's been watching this Tennessee secondary who made uh, Paris Campbell look like a world beater and wants us to jam Cooks at fifty nine hundred. Chris Moore is Chris Moore is thirty four hundred. If you are. Yeah. Really? Yeah, what's, what's Chris what's Moore said? Yeah, everyone wants sure. to talk about Chris Moore. I mean, Chris Moore is is truly like one of the worst NFL wide receivers. Like he's been on like nineteen teams and is uh, is not very good. But what can you do? Yeah. So what happened last week? I honestly didn't follow that closely. What? Why is like I, I know Nico is hurt. Who filled in for Nico and why is Chris Philip Chris Dorsett, Moore? Why is Philip Dorsett getting snapped? Well, they also, they also, so Tyron Johnson, you might remember him. Yeah, they signed. He, he's, he might be so legit. I he like was Tyron. on the practice squad, so he couldn't even play last week. So they, oh, they only might, had, yeah. once once Nico got hurt, they only had three wide receivers active, which was Dorsett, Moore, and Brandon Cooks. And then for whatever reason, uh, they just seem like they're out on 
Brandon Cooks. They just they've not been doing the target Brandon Cooks relentlessly thing. So you know, it is it is what it is. All right, you guys ready to build a FanDuel team? Yeah, let's do FanDuel. Yeah, I got a heart out too for the UCL lineups. Yes, same, same. Uh okay. Uh Peter, you can go first on this one. I was just checking to see how our FanDuel lineup did last week, and the Sunday Million did not cash. Spoiler alert. You hate you yeah, absolutely. We've had, a, we've had a couple down weeks, but we're a forward-thinking show. So I think like part of me doesn't want to just, you know, just have this thing. Can you imagine if a lineup we built without Soccer Dave won the FanDuel Millie? I mean, I think that would just be tough for him to handle, you know? Uh, so I do have to not sandbag not it emotionally. a little bit. Um, why don't we why don't we uh let's have some fun. Let's 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 try a Jalen Hurts lineup over here. I know he's expensive. It's always easier it to happen. do. He's a thousand more expensive than every other quarterback. That actually will probably help his ownership on FanDuel. If Kitchen was here as host, he would say, and be sure to check out the single entry series presented by Roto Grinders on FanDuel. We have a hundred dollar single entry, thirty-three single entry, and a five dollar single entry. Brought to you by Roto Grinders. You're right. That is that is literally exactly what he would say. Uh, okay, we let's running backs are are pretty important on FanDuel. Damian Pierce probably pretty chalky. Raheem Mostert probably pretty chalky. Um, wow, Najee Harris six point six k. Never thought I would see the day. You know what? Let's play. Let's put Tony Pollard in. Let's put let's put oh, Mr. Pollard in. Oh boy, we're just, we're just gonna assume. He, he, just getting he, out he, in gonna, front. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to um, send the tweet on Sunday morning if Zeke plays for our swap. No, no. Uh, I see, is, we stick. We stick. No we stick. What. We stick. This is the. If anything, I'm rooting for Zeke to suit up to make this play even more sneaky. That's the. That's the. That's the gold standard here. Love it. I, uh, I have something right, I want to do here. Um, okay. I want to run a skinny stack by myself, and it's a, it's a very expensive skinny stack, but it's Fanduel, so you can do it, right? Yeah. Uh, I want. I want to do. Uh, I want to do CMC and Cooper Cup. Oh, I mean, oh baby! If, if not now, when? And we throw. Uh, I, I'm throwing Seahawks defense in just for the savings, just to see. We can change that at the end, but okay. So that leaves us with 5,800. So we're still going to need to save some cash here. For sure. Yeah, we, we let's, need some cheap guys. Let's give Kitchen. So Kitchen got we locked in his two plays on the other one. He liked Brandon Cooks. Let's put Brandon Cooks in uh this lineup. Can save us some money at what sixty one hundred? It's cheap. Wow, Brandon Cooks. Probably the first time it's not my pick, it's for it's for Kitchen. I was well, I was just gonna say probably the first time he's been mentioned on this program this season. It's a showcase game before they trade him. That's what I've been told. That's a good point. Okay, so we need we do need to we do need to punt tight end here on FanDuel yeah. probably. Well, um, should we play Goddard? I mean, we're gonna need to get some kind of stack in here, right? Yeah, I like it. I think that's good. Sure. I mean, I could have just started with the stack, you know, but I'm. What's our What's our uh, What's our defense? The uh, it's either Seahawks or the com or the commies. The commies we'll, are fine we'll, too. We'll do we'll do the commies. So we have fifty six hundred per slot for wide receiver and a flex. Does not leave us in the best spot. 
We get, what about George Pickens? A little bring back here? Player with sure. some dog in him? 5,500? He does. I, I think George Pickens, um, as I let everyone in, in the preseason know, he is setting the NFL record for a dog in him. I'm so mad Dude. the Packers passed up on him. Do you know what would be like a great tweet? Like if you had an actual x-ray and then inside, like by the lungs and rib cage, you put kind of like a shaded out dog. So it was like a literal dog in him. Don't you think that'd be wow. like a really sick so awesome. I bet, I bet, I bet that would do numbers, Pete. It definitely Dude, wouldn't maybe, be overplayed at all if you did it. Maybe like a little like caption that says like, uh, they took uh, George Pickens x-rays before the game and this is what they saw. <laughs> like, I mean, that would probably crush, right? I think it would. Yeah. What does that leave us with? 5,700? Uh, uh, I mean, feels feels like we could really drive into the skid here and play pits. <laughs> or Drake. Why you a double tight end with pits? Get out of here. No, you'd you'd go Drake. Uh... I'll I'll uh, let's do let's go for a cheaper defense and put Dotson in. Dotson? Yeah. Wow. Is Do- is he okay? Are you gonna do a global swap if he's not good, dude? You yeah, put out that alert. He's fine. Yeah, he, Davis he was, is really taking a he hard was almost, line. On he was almost players. he was almost able to play last week. I, I don't you know don't want to just play Curtis Samuel? Sure, so that's fine. Whatever. Okay. I just like Davis. It's a lot of responsibility to put out a global swap <laughs> to Swole Chaos Nation, and I don't think you're going to be doing it. You're too busy swapping your cash team lineups at that time. <laughs> it's true. All right, this is another another good effort by the boys. I think. I, mean, it's I think cer- it's, it's certainly a lineup. It it it, it does constitute as a lineup. And uh, if you took an X-ray of this lineup, it does in fact have that dog in him. It's it's not, it sure it's, not the wor- it's definitely not the worst one we've ever done on the show. No, it's not. All right, we we got to do it every week. We do, in fact, have to talk about tight ends. Tanner Hudson is my terrible, terrible tight end play of the week. Oh, yeah. Have we gotten a, uh, an official terrible take from Tuttle? Robbie. Robbie? Okay. Yeah, got it. Got pretty, it good, pretty good, terrible It's pretty play. good. It didn't yeah. make me vomit in my mouth. Peter, uh, all right. Do you, have, do, you want, do, you tout, do you want to tout anyone at this position? It's like... Do we think do we think that we are like within eyesight of them removing like doing like they do for college football DFS and just adding in an extra flex spot instead of making us play a tight end? I don't think I don't think it'll happen, but it would be incredible. Maybe you do like a I was trying to think it was like a flex spot that's like defense slash tight end. But then everyone would only play defenses. Everyone, yeah, everyone would just play the forty percent on defense. Yeah, I mean this. This is one of the grossest tight end slates. No Mark Andrews. No Travis Kel- uh, Kelsey. What's I guess people price? Kittle. Kittle. Yeah. What What's the deal with with Hawkinson? Is he going to end up being popular as the bring back? It's going to be him versus Amon Ra for bring Feel, backs. Feels right? like he probably will. Right. Feels like feels like that's the direction because it. People love to fill the tight end slot with their game stack just to get it out of the way. So it feels yeah. like he probably will be. Yeah. Do we think, I mean, as far as other interesting non like Uber punts, what Irv Smith, Pat Fryermuth? I think Fryermuth uh, is one of the higher own. I think, I think he, I could see him being the, the highest owned on DK. Nice little, nice little bring back to your Jalen Hurts teams. Yeah. I mean, it's just I I just can't 
I can't get excited about about any of these guys. The only the only guy who brought me any joy, well, Ar- Armani Rogers ran a wildcat snap for the Washington Commanders <laughs> last week. So if I could get a guarantee of of like one and a half projected wildcat snaps with uh, Logan Thomas out, I I could maybe go in that direction. It's such a bummer, Davis. That uh, hang on, let me see. Should we should we run back our Kate Otten versus George Fant bet? <laughs> George Fan is an injured tackle for the for sorry, the Jets, yeah, uh, Noah Fan. <laughs> um, uh, the thing about Noah Fant is that I won't yeah. be playing him. I'll, I'll run back our bet. Kate Otten is uh, well, Russell Gage is out, so you should not run that back. You should not run that bet back with me. Yeah, I think Kate, Kate is I'm, such the better I'm a masochist, though. Okay, sure, we'll run it back. All right, I got to get even on this Noah Fant <laughs> shit. I'm going to martingale it. Luckily, I already paid, so it's not double or nothing in my mind. Yeah, uh, it was the only money that I won last weekend, so I was really appreciative to get that Venmo. There's, no, there's nothing worse than firing up a Venmo with the subject line Noah Fant to do no, this. I no. mean, just a great way to end a Sunday. I mean, like, do does any does anyone want to do the Kyle Pitts discourse? Like, if you like if you like Kyle Pitts at four thousand, you're going to love him at thirty four hundred. No, I mean, if if Dalton Schultz could finish a game without, um, you know, being like the guy from Monty Python where he he it's just a flesh wound or whatever, like if the guy could just stay upright for eighty percent of the routes, he he'd probably be a smash because Dak does like to throw to him and he just feels like he's always the the release valve or whatever. But they back to back weeks of one of the backup tight ends scoring a touchdown because he couldn't finish the game. But at thirty seven hundred, yeah. he's He's pretty decent. Yeah. I, I feel I, like this is the spot where Kitchen would, would tout Chig. Chig. <laughs> well, if yeah. tight end's all bad, just play Chig. Just no, play. no, no, no. You know who he would tout? And I think he did a tweet about him. He'd be on Tommy Tremble after yeah. his score last week. That, that was he play. Okay, that was one of the Soccer Dave tweets that actually was good, and it, it should have gotten more love. Let's let's pull this up. So, so pull this tweet up. Yeah, so Sosa will be working on that for the next five minutes. I mean, it was <laughs> on this National <laughs> no, Tight End Day a gentle reminder that you can't spell yeah. tremble without te. I actually I, I gave it a like because I thought it was actually a good tweet. I'm I'm four. one of the four likes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! Look at those uh, likes. Real fans of the program. Oh man. Oh, good stuff. This holds up. Good stuff, Peter. Good stuff. Uh, <sighs> All right. Are we ready to get out of here? Yeah, I got some UCL lineups to make. All right. Favorite stacked together players? Could could be a game stack. Could be teammates. Tuttle, your favorite stack. Oh, wow. Um, I'll go. I mean, it's expensive, but I'll do the, I'll do the hop Justin Jefferson stack. Okay. Peter? Uh, Sam Ellinger to Alec Pierce. No, um, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do the, I'll do the Jared Goff to, uh, ARSB. That was mine. Goff, ARSB with the Jalen Waddle bring back. And, uh, you can use Raheem Mostert in that as well. Everyone. Thank you for watching the only first look show in the industry. We wish you all well. We will, uh, continue to, uh, to be the champions of the Modelo, free roll for freedom, free, free roll on DraftKings, And uh, we, we will uh, please not be duped when we win the Sunday million. We'll see y'all back next week.